Welcome to Scooby Shack Radio, episode 100, recorded Monday, December 19th, 2022. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Happy holidays, everyone, and once again, thank you for tuning in to this very special episode of Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Centropino. Yes, this is a very special episode for me. The show has now reached 100 episodes. Later, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this big milestone. And this episode will also be the last show of 2022 and the final episode of Season 4 of the podcast. Season 5 will kick off right after the New Year's. And wow, there's only less than two weeks left in 2022. It doesn't seem that long ago that we were watching the Winter Olympics, but it does seem like a lifetime since the war in the Ukraine started. You know, a war that cannot end too soon. 2022 was a year filled with highs, like the Phillies going to the World Series and the Lowe's like when they lost to the Houston, and also a bout of COVID along the way. Plus, there was so much more that happened in 2022. But it's time to move forward and embrace 2023. As I mentioned at the top, I'm going to do a little bit of reflection on four years of Scuba Shack Radio. But first is Wet Notes, my news and information update. This is Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio for Monday, December 19th, 2022. First up today, I want to give you a bit of an update from the Coral Restoration Foundation. Last Thursday, CRF hosted a webinar for their donors, and this was a look back through 2022. They usually do this in December, and it was a pretty phenomenal year there at CRF. Now, the presenters for this uh, presentation were Jessica Levy, the Director of Restoration at CRF, and Fenora Montoya-Maya, and he recently joined CRF as the Restoration Program Manager. The bottom line is that they had a record year in outplanting corals, with over 44,000 outplantings. Now, they did so much that in 2023, they, they're going to need to increase the stock in their nurseries, so they're targeting a lower number of outplantings, and it's going to be down to about 30,000. Now, here are a couple of other interesting statistics. They indicated that there is a 54% increase in coral cover across the reefs that they're working on, and that 83% of the outplanted staghorn coral is spawning. Pretty awesome. CRF had 30 interns in 2022, and they're boasting 72 active local volunteers. Now, they completed 97 dive program days along with 42 ocean training days. 
Now, that's quite a big year for the Coral Restoration Foundation. Boy, I'm hoping someday that I, I get down there for a visit. I'm always poking around for some interesting dive stories, specifically for dive stories from up here in the Northeast. Because, let's face it, we aren't in exactly a scuba diving mecca. But I did come across a story that was recently published in NewJersey.com, and it was written by Sitali Godinez. And this article is titled, The Dive Team Goes Back Into Hackensack River in Search of an 1812 Cannon Stolen in 1980. Well, you see... This old cannon, which was nicknamed Old Bergen, was stolen in May 1980 from in front of the Steuben House, which is in River's Edge, New Jersey. Now, River's Edge isn't too far from Paramus if you're uh, into geography. Well, the dive team started their search in August 2022, and they went back again in mid-November. Now, while they were poking around in November with a probe, they thought they heard a metallic sound. So Tim Andro, the head certifying instructor from Northeast Public Safety Divers, had the team secure the probes, and they're going to use those as a focal point for future searches. Now, I know Tim from his work with the public safety seminar at the Boston Sea Rovers, and he always has some great stories to tell when he comes up there. So anyway, while I didn't find Old Bergen this time, they plan on continuing the search, even though at the 30-foot depths, they really couldn't see anything. You just got to love Northeast diving. Now, you've heard me talk about the monthly NASA climate newsletter that they call Vital Signs for the Planet. Well, in the December edition, one of their top stories was on sea level rise. And the news isn't getting better, as you can guess. You might even say it's alarming. The NASA study concluded that sea level could exceed the previous estimates for all the U.S. for all U.S. coasts, and that by 2050 the rise could be almost a foot. The conclusions they, they came up with were based on studying three decades of satellite observations. Now they used the images between 1993 and 2020. And then they coupled this with uh, NOAA's tide gauge readings that went back as far as the 1920s. So here's some of the new estimates for sea level rise over the next 30 years. For the east coast of the U.S., the estimates are 10 to 14 inches, while along the Gulf Coast, the rise could be between 14 and 18 inches. The West Coast would experience the smallest rise of about 4 to 8 inches. Now, this article was written by Sally Younger from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory. So, we continue to see all the signs of climate change is definitely happening. Is hope on the way? Perhaps, maybe with some of that good news coming out on fusion energy, we'll see a path forward. We need another Operation Warp Speed. I want to wrap up this installment of Wet Notes with a couple of personal items. First, I want to thank Jason Meany and Adrama Diving for inviting me to participate in what we called an encore edition of the Power of Podcasting panel that I participated in at DEMA. 
Jason fired up the live show last Wednesday evening, and I joined him along with Tech Clark from the League of Extraordinary Divers and the Dive Locker podcast, and James Blackman, who runs the extremely popular Divers Ready YouTube channel. Now, these guys do some absolutely awesome stuff, and I was a bit humbled to share the spotlight with them. But then again, that is the nature of the dive industry. At the end of the day, we all share a passion for scuba diving and in introducing this incredible experience to others. The recording of the show is up on a Drama Diving's YouTube channel. It runs about an hour and 20 minutes, uh, so it's a little bit long. But once again, I want to just give a big thanks to Jason for having me on. And one final note. The election for the Diving Equipment and Marketing Association's 2023 Board of Directors is now open for voting. Now, I've been nominated for a position representing the retailer segment of DEMA. I'm honored to have been nominated. And now, I hope that I will have the good fortune to serve. Now, the board positions are elected positions, and the voting has just opened up on December 15th and it's going to run through the latter part of January 2023. So if you happen to be a DEMA member who listens to Scuba Shack Radio, I hope you'll consider voting for me. Or if you listen and you know a DEMA member, just put a good word in for me. As a small retail dive center here in Connecticut, I believe our shop is indicative of a lot of small shops out there that are facing the day-to-day challenges of balancing the retail sales, the training, education, service, maintenance, travel, you name it. We have so many stakeholders that we must navigate as this industry continues to evolve. I've really come to see the value of organizations like DEMA and its unique position to help us all. Hopefully, I'll have the opportunity to serve on the board, but if that doesn't come to pass, well, then I'm going to continue to help Tom and the other board members as we prepare for the future of scuba diving. Well, that's it for this installment of Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio. So today, I'm celebrating 100 episodes of Scuba Shack Radio. So I thought I'd take a few minutes here to reflect back on those last four years. And wow, it's been a very interesting, to say the least, four years. Now, back in 2019, when I started Scuba Shack Radio, it seemed like all the signs were pointing upward. And 2020 started off with a bang. Well, then we all know what happened. That was a pretty scary time, and we didn't know if we would survive the pandemic as a dive shop. But I continued along with the podcast. It helped me get through some of those challenging times. And, well, the dive shop's still here. Hopefully the rebound will continue. Now, I don't know exactly when I started to think about developing Scuba Shack Radio. We took over running uh, Scuba Shack in February of 2017. And back then... I was still working at a large insurance company up here in Connecticut, and my job took me on quite a bit of international travel, and I was on an airplane a lot. Now, one of the things that I did during those flights to occupy myself was listen to podcasts. 
Before owning Scuba Shack, I had another hobby, home brewing. So I naturally listened to several podcasts on beer and brewing. As I continued to listen to those podcasts, it felt like I was making a connection to the hosts, and I looked forward to their next episodes. I developed an affinity for podcasts. Now, before we took over the dive shop, I really didn't pay much attention to social media or the technical aspects of running a website, but I needed to learn fast. And I still don't think I fully understand search engine optimization, tagging, and all that other stuff. One of the things, however, that our website developer at the time told me was that the more content that we added, the more relevant our website would be, and it would drive traffic to the site. So I decided that I would start a weekly blog on the Scuba Shack website, and I called it Scuba Shack Weekly. And I was back in September of 2018. And I would tell folks what was going on at the shop and also touch on other topics. One of the things that was very important for me was that I stick to it and get the blog out there every week. And I think that's gone pr- pretty well. I think I've only missed one week uh, since starting that up. And I'm up now to 223 installments. Along the way, I stopped home brewing. Just didn't have the time with running the dive shop. And I lost the interest in the beer podcast, but thought, well, maybe I should listen to some scuba diving podcasts. So my, my search started back in 2018. And I found a number of podcasts out there. But back then, uh, a majority of them hadn't had any new content for a while. So I steered clear of those. But I did find a few. One of the first ones that I landed on was Diver Sink by Rich Sinowitz out of Michigan. Now, Rich had been doing his show for a number of years. So I started following Rich and enjoyed his weekly installments. Then I found Tech Clark's League of Extraordinary Divers. I put that one on my list. And finally, I started to tune into the Great Dive podcast with uh, Brandon Schwartz and James Motts, also out of Michigan. Well, by the latter part of 2018... I started to formulate my thoughts around doing my own podcast. I knew that I would call it Scuba Shack Radio, but that's about all I knew. Then, in early 2019, after all of our year-end activity here at the shop, I dove into the research on what it would take to produce a podcast. I also thought about the format. I I would start it off with several short segments of about two to three minutes long, and that each show would be about 16 to 20 minutes in length. My plan was to talk about different aspects of scuba, scuba equipment, dive experience, the environment, and the history of diving. By March 2019, it was time to jump in. I still remember that day. It was St. Patrick's Day. Now, I was at the shop waiting for our staff to come back from an open water pool session. That Sunday afternoon, I fired up GarageBand and started to record. Episode one of Scuba Shack Radio was 16 minutes long, and I featured a discussion on dive computers and algorithms, growing corals in uh, Bonaire, the Beneath the Sea show in New Jersey, and a little segment on plastic in the ocean. Just for fun, I went back and listened to that first episode and had to chuckle when I said, we were heading to Bonaire in October of 2020. Who knew? 
Now, by episode two, I had already made some changes. I was going to keep each show to three segments. Then, by episode seven, in June of 2019, I started a new recurring segment. For those of us of a certain age who grew up with Sea Hunt and Mike Nelson. We had the DVD set here at home, so I thought it would be interesting to start to review an episode of Sea Hunt on the podcast. So I started Sea Hunt. It's still alive on Scooby Shack Radio. Every third show or so, I'd fire up the DVD player and watch Mike take on another underwater adventure. With 155 episodes, I don't think I'll run out anytime soon. In the summer of 2019, I started to think about starting up another podcast that I was going to call Your Next Dive. And the idea would be to have people send me suggestions about places to dive, and then I would do some research and talk about those places. Well, I just didn't have a uh, time to devote to another podcast. So I started Your Next Dive as a recurring segment on Scuba Shack Radio. And it was going to take people to the places that I dove and talk about my experience, like where I stayed, how I got there, and the diving. Your Next Dive started in October of 2019 with episode 16. I'm not exactly sure how many installments of Your Next Dive I did. I kind of ran out of places that I've been to and started to talk about individual dives. But something really different happened along the way. Late in 2021, I decided that I would turn Your Next Dive into a book. Well, over the winter of 2022, I feverishly wrote about four of those places that I've been diving. The Florida Keys, Maui, Curacao, and the Cayman Islands. Writing and publishing a book was an incredible experience. I stopped at these four places thinking that I would do a second book. Still thinking about that, but it's such a time commitment that that might not happen, at least in the near term. One of the things that Scooby Shack Radio has done for me, and hopefully has had some value to all of you who listen, is to give me an appreciation for the early days of scuba diving. In researching the individuals who made such a deep contribution along, these, uh, along the way, along with these early manufacturers of scuba equipment in the U.S., I've learned so much and continue to have a curiosity about how we got to where we are as an industry. One of my favorite subjects was E.R. Fenimore Johnson. He was a very unique individual who contributed immensely to the sport. I did a lot of research, and and with the help of Sid Mackin from the Historical Diving Society, I pieced together a three-part series on Fen Johnson back in the summer of 2020. You can find those in episodes 37 through 39. Now, in February of 2021, I changed the format of the show again. That's when I introduced Wet Notes, my news and information update. Now, that wasn't a very original title, but I liked it. And this is where Scuba Shack Radio stands today. Now, Scuba Shack Radio has been a deeply rewarding journey for me. Even though I don't do many interviews, it has afforded me the opportunity to network with a number of people across the industry. It has also kept me motivated and curious. It has made me more aware of the threats to the environment and allows me to add my voice regarding various issues. Back in episode one of Scuba Shack Radio, I said that I didn't really want to be controversial, but just put things out there for folks to decide. 
I think I stayed true to that. But as I think forward to the next 100 episodes, maybe I'll change that up. Stay tuned. So there it is, episode 100 of Scooby Shack Radio and the last episode of season four. I didn't really plan for the two to coincide, but sometimes things just work out nicely. Now, for everyone who continues to listen to the podcast, thank you so much for your continued support. Happy holidays, everyone. Have a wonderful new year. I'll talk to you again in 2023. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Talk to you next time. <laughs>